I just want to welcome you onto the Karma Network. For the listeners who are tuning in this morning, I'm speaking with Alwyn Doolan. So, Alwyn, uh, thank you for joining me this morning. Oh, no, thanks for having me. Can you tell us uh, who you are, who's your mob, and where you're from? Yeah, hi, your mob. Um, my name is Alwyn Doolan, and I'm a grand, grand waka waka man from over Queensland way. I've been on the message stick walk, so I've walked from Bamaga, Cape York, up in the tip of Queensland, all the way to Canberra via Tasmania. Over eight and a half thousand kilometres I've walked over a whole year actually, 365 days. It's taken me to the exact date they took me to get to Canberra to put notice to the Australian government. What was it that made you wake up one morning and say, yeah, I want to do this walk? What inspired you to do this? Over time, you know, just that kind of spiritual build-up of being disconnected and trying to find my identity within the colonial system and then the traditional way within my community. I was conflicted on both sides of learning different history from outside and within side. And, yeah, it really confused me and, and I got, you know, got caught in a different cycle. And it wasn't until I moved back home I saw the, the effects of um, that having on to the, the next generation and those that are younger than me, such as my nephews and nieces. And I thought, what can I do to, you know, inspire them and give them hope and really make a movement to impact change across the whole of Australia, including the fellow Australians as well, to come on the journey with me. So, and that's when I thought back it. I'll just walk from Bamaga to Canberra. That is so inspiring. Yeah. Just seeing <laughs> seeing your journey. I mean, social media plays a huge part in everyone's lives, but when it comes to things like this, like, yeah, it really does. And what was it like? Because you stopped in many Aboriginal communities along your way. So what was it like when you did stop in community? What was the message or how did how were you received in community? What messages did you get from community that you, you now take with you or took with you when you got to Canberra? It was amazing. And it was very, um, you know, quite well responded um, from all the community. I actually, I went through over 50 nations. Um, and across the board, the main aspect that the communities were talking about, it was self-determination. And those um, messages there were, were collected in um, traditional form, put on the message stick and also on paper. And, you know, it covers a whole broad range of the, the socioeconomics from just the colonial positions that we're still facing and from government policies that aren't, just aren't working. You know, the structures are, are mandated from the mind frames of a, a Western society and not from our ways of the land and the living. So... That was, yeah, it opened my, my mind and it opened my, my knowledge to be more wiser, more aware of the, the fact that really things actually need to change and it's much more deeper than the whitewash education that we get taught within the school. So I'm glad and very privileged to have had that opportunity to collect those messages and share that out on the broader range on my social media. Wow, over 50 nations. Did you, Do you think, like... After going through those communities, was it the sort of the same message that the different communities were sort of coming to? Yeah, of course. And, you know, and I also found along the way there was quite a lot of great of, um, a divide between ourselves. And as I was passing through, I would then literally, you know, just utilise my walking movement to connect with the neighbouring nation and let them know that, hey, you know, your mob neighbours here that are literally facing the same aspects in their communities, you know, the same struggle. So the fight is not with that, with each other. It's against the dispossession and displacement that's been put here between us that we need to conquer over and unite. Yeah, and it just really, it really kind of domino effect and was um, very similar to each um, nation uh, as I went through. Like you mentioned, just the, um, the distance that we have when it comes to 
you know, Aboriginal people and, and sort of trying to move forward with self-determination, but also try and move forward with that one voice um, mm. so we can stand together and stand strong as, as, a, as a people. Yeah, that's right. And, you know, I've, I've always mentioned that, you know, this message stick is, is not about me. I'm, I'm literally, you know, I know that I'm the one carrying it. I've done such the hard yards, but I've, 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 it's, it's, it's an open forum. It's, it's open to all, you know, to um, share their views and opinions and, and, you know, their voices that get lost within the transitions of speaking out and, and you know, especially within grassroots movements and, and that to get overshadowed by the Indigenous reps and it's, you know, trying to bring that out, that the real truth and the, the community that are really living and breathing the kind of struggles that we're still facing. What was it like when you got into Canberra and then walking up to the Parliament House? And yeah, just tell us how that went for you. Were there a lot of people waiting there for you? Yeah, it was unbelievable. Uh, I'm still... I'm still pretty much indulging in that moment because it was, you know, I had set the my agenda of arriving on the 18th, which was um, coincidentally um, the election day. And yeah, like I, I just, it was a day that I wanted the the community to come out and and just share and celebrate that that moment that I had just achieved walking into Canberra from all the way from the top end and walking up to Parliament House on. A, couple of days after I arrived, um, that was another just historic moment in my life of, of achievement that I had been longing for and yearning for and holding on all this, you know, all this joy and all this sadness and, and anger from the people that I've met and connected with from all the nations and even the strangers and everything, you know, holding all on to that, carrying it on my shoulders and be able to just release that energy out in the front of Parliament House and say, I am here and, you know, determined. So I'm real, a little bit surreal still in that moment, you know, about it. But Wow, that just gives me goosebumps. Like, <laughs> did you end up talking to any of the people in Parliament your message, why you did it? No, um, I've had no response, which is really no surprise to me. Yeah. Um, but that's the, that's the thing. I think maybe it's kind of gone in favour of, of me that I now have a time frame to recuperate my body and also connect with community here and also put out onto my social media, which is growing, to put out and say, hey, mob, we've got time now, let's gather and let's put our thoughts together and let's start drafting up solutions. And when, we, when time comes, when the newly sworn government is in, then we are ready, you know, we're prepared and this is how it's going to look like. What message do you have for, for mob out there who are feeling discouraged, who are feeling let down by the government and, uh, you know, the, all the issues that we're faced with on a day-to-day basis? It's What message would you have to all the mob out there who were listening this morning? Yeah, look, I would say to the mob that I think now is you know, an opportunity, or well, I hope that the message sticks provide an opportune time for us to really unite as people. And we set the standards of our agenda and we get rid of the waiting game or asking, you know, the continuation of asking government to change things because it's not happening and or it's going at a very, very slow process. So it's encouraging mob to be motivated and take responsibility to put towards action. Literally, if they can, get to Canberra and, and be here and, and utilise this message stick as a framework and we build upon our mind and all the sovereign nations across you know Australia implement this, our actual rights, you know, our sovereign rights as people. And 
yeah, it's really just trying to yeah get mob to to get up and stand up and be strong within it. You know, it, it's all a part of everyone. This is not just me. What would you like to see? In the future, what would you like to see in the future when it comes to uh, our government? Yeah, I would love to see us establishing our, uh, our sovereign gov- governance. Then we go through uh, a transition process of dismantling the Western Hall system here and then everyone, pretty much the whole of Australia comes within the law of the land. That's the aspects that I'm talking about, that all First Nations people, I find, have to be in a space of, of unity and coming together and then we implement it, how that looks to give everyone the, the roles and responsibilities, including Australia, of how they're going to be a part of us by healing the land first and then a domino effects and causes onto healing the people itself. Yeah, that way we can make those decisions for ourselves without having to ask or have any allegiance to the British monarchy or any um, other affiliations but our own, um, which is this law that's our system practices that have always been here. Thinking about this month, like May, you walking to Canberra, you know, the day of the election, um, May is also like, uh, May 27th is also the anniversary of the Australian referendum. In, in 1967, um, it's National Sorry Day, it's Reconciliation Week. I mean, it, it's such a, a big week, but for all of it to sort of come together like that, yeah. You know, we had had just how it happened like that, and, and it's even also, I think it's Reconciliation Week this week. It's yep. been, I think their, their theme is Grounded Truth, so, you know, I've been going out to community and just letting that truth be heard. Yeah. <laughs> Whether they like it or not, you know, it's got to be said, and it's got to be owned, and we've got to take that initiative to accept it and inform the, the bedrock of Australia's cultural identity, of which is what, you know, which is Aboriginal history before crop colonisation. We need to own this history that we have now and not holding on to this guilt or whatever and denial. Yeah, and stand up with it, you know, and, and then move on together. Yeah, you've inspired a lot of people, even for me, I work in radio, but for us to be able to um, talk to people like yourself and, and get these messages spread out so, um, you know, the rest of Australia can hear hear those words mm. too. So, mm. uh, yeah, on that note, uh, Alwyn, I would like to thank you for taking the time out this morning and uh, talking to me here on the Karma Network. Well, good. Don't worry. Thank you, Lorena.